Good morning. Um, I wanted to share with you a little bit this morning on uh, some news I received this last week. Some of you I've already shared with it on group me messages, but uh, a few years ago we were on headed to Nicaragua on a mission trip. It looked like God had laid everything out. Uh, we had uh, some things that were just perfectly set up. We had a lot of nurses going. We had an opportunity to do medical missions. And then God closed that door through a civil war, and we wasn't able to go to Nicaragua. And instead, he turned our attention to Cuba. Now, when we got to Cuba, it was we really didn't know what we were getting into for most of us on that first trip. We had a, it was kind of quickly thrown together, and we got down there and got to meet our brothers and sisters in Cuba, and it was such an awesome ministry to us to see them at work because uh, Cuba is one of the last of the true Soviet or true communist countries. Um, most of the people down there that are of working age uh, live on about $30 a month plus whatever the government gives for staples. Well, then if you're not of working age, you get 10 to $15 a month to live on plus whatever the government gives out as staples. And when you go to the store, they don't really have a whole lot, but all kinds of different soaps and a few Cokes. And uh, so there's not grocery stores like what we recognize here in the states just about all the food comes through the government uh, and the church there we were so impressed with because it was a place for the elders in the community those who didn't receive uh, very much money to live on could come to the church to eat and they served a meal every day and for those that weren't, was not able to come to the church, they had volunteers riding bicycles delivering plates. Now, if you think of meals on wheels and you put it on a single-speed bicycle in Cuban heat, that's a whole different kind of volunteering. So uh, these guys would strap these styrofoam plates stacked up on the back of these bicycles and take off delivering them around the community. And it was just such a powerful message to us on how truly blessed we are here in America and, to be honest, how spoiled we are here in America and some of the things that we take for granted. Uh, some of those people were walking for miles in the Cuban heat to come to church. and A lot of times we can't get folks to drive a couple of miles over to in their air-conditioned car to sit on a padded pew with air-conditioned building and come to church so uh, but what I wanted to share with you I've been speaking with Pastor Oniet a lot of you know that uh, they've been going through a rough time uh, ever since the COVID outbreak they have had they are not able to meet uh, congregationally at the church anymore they are trying to go out and visit and outreach one-on-one -on -one as much as they can uh, but then the shortages started hitting and they've had a real struggle getting food uh, to keep up with their ministry. And, uh, of course, those of you know we, uh, that we went back down there the next year. I wasn't able to go on that trip, but we met another pastor down there and were, who had a congregation meeting at a park. And 
through the church, we was able to provide them, them a building. And since then, we really haven't been able to get back down there. Everything's locked back up. And I'm looking forward to the time when we can go back down there because I really want to see what the Lord's been doing. But uh, Pastor Oniet, uh in our conversation, he says, there is no oil, there is no rice, there are no beans. There is no bread, there is no meat. But we have Christ, and that is enough for us to see his mighty hand providing every day by believing in him. Keep praying for us. The effective prayer of the righteous can do a lot. Ask God to open doors and give us a respite for the Cubans that we may buy the food that we need without so much work and difficulties. I do not ask for riches for the people of Cuba, only that God in his grace, and if it is his will, will help us. Um, and... Nathan's gonna has got some pictures that I sent him. These are people standing in line for the limited government staples that they are passing out. Now, if you you might remember or have been told of the times when the government passed out commodity cheese, peanut butter, and things like that. Well, that's basically what they get to live on, no matter if they're working or not. So, uh, <clears throat> these are people standing in line but the problem is with the shortages they're not getting food they're just gathering together and there's not enough to go around there's already been some altercations with the police uh, which uh, the police and military are pretty well linked down there so it's just a matter of time if this keeps going uh, that that's going to escalate because starvation is the leading cause of a country's demise. Uh, if you look back through history, um, not enough food, famine is uh, the leading cause of a civilization's collapse. So, uh, This morning, uh, I wanted to come together as a congregation and uh, pray for the church in Cuba. So, As a uh, I asked Oni how we could pray for him, and uh, and that was what he said. That the main thing that he they wanted to pray for was that uh, was respite for the Cuban people that they could buy the food that they needed without as much work and difficulties. They're willing to pay for the food just that the Lord would provide the food and that the Lord would give them guidance and strength during this time. So this morning, if uh, those of you who can and will, we'll go ahead and gather at the altar. Um, if you're unable to come to the altar or uncomfortable, you can sit in your seat. But this morning, I think we really need to come together as a church and pray for our brothers and sisters in Cuba. <clears throat> 